Hello and welcome to Almost 30 Podcast. Hi, everyone. End of year, December 30th. Happy holidays. (laughs) Happy holidays. Happy almost new year. Um, I always am like so monk-like and reflective at the end of the year. Same. I'm weird. (laughs) Justin's always like, you're so... I get so like, this will be the last time that I ever sit on my bed in December of 2021. (laughs) I just get so nostalgic. I know. And and sometimes I get a little tripped up because Mm. I feel like there can be a lot of self-judgment that rushes in where it's like, what did you do this year? Yes. And like, what are your New Year's resolutions for next year? Um, But I'm not feeling that as much. I feel much more present. Mm -hmm. Same. More present than ever. Yeah. It'll be interesting if we make any for the business or for us, Mm -hmm. because we've, I think we've talked about this before, but we've scaled back on making goals really and just living more in the moment and in presence and I realized how much of a lot of the goals I was making were so ego mm-hmm. driven. Um, you know, it wasn't like conquer the world, but yeah. it was just about money or about feeling like I was as successful as people mm-hmm. or or whatever. And it's like, how can we come back to like the ultimate goal of serving people and yeah. serving our highest expression? And very much numbers focused. Yeah. You know, just yes. kind of like wrapped around that and so focused on that that you kind of lose the essence of like what this really is yep. in moments. So I realized I was doing that when I used to say my New Year's resolution was to run a marathon. Mm. And I was like, I could give a fuck. <laughs> no, no shame. <laughs> like it's honestly a powerful thing when people do it. Yes. It's crazy. But I could let my personal expression could give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, do I want to say that I could do it? Probably. Like what was that? So mm-hmm. it's kind of attaching ourselves or... Uh, removing ourselves from the ego as we make, you know, our goals for next year as we look into January of 2022. My hope is that this year has been fruitful for you. You know, mm-hmm. I, I know 2020 was quite an experience for all of us, but I have felt personally like 2021 has been a really beautiful year, maybe one of my favorites. I felt more like myself. I mm-hmm. felt like a lot of what we went through in 2020 uh, personally and as business owners, um, has just integrated in a really powerful way and made us better as people, as partners. I'm grateful for everything that we've gone through this year. Yeah, 2021, I mean, let's be real. There's still a lot of hard things happening in the world and a lot of things to see going on that were like hard to digest. But it was like, it's almost like I caught up in a way where Mm. I always felt in years past where I'm like, okay, I'm like really reaching, working towards something. Mm-hmm. And and this year, it really felt like, oh, I'm like present to what we've created. I'm present to the life I'm creating rather than going towards the next thing. That's a very good point. You know what I mean? So I completely agree with that statement. That felt so much better. Um, and listen, we are literally raised in a society where we're like, what's your goal? What's your next thing? Yeah. Where are you applying to? What's, you know, it's like always the next thing thing. And I kind of felt like we took our power back in that way. We're like, yeah, life is good. Yeah. And, and, and it probably will get better yeah. and it probably will change and evolve. But like right now, like honoring what is so good, whether it's relationships or whether it's like just being in a better relationship with our bodies or maybe mm-hmm. like being able to be outside more, like just these little things that we're like actually present for has made such a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want, you know, I want for nothing. So it's it's just been beautiful and I love that reflection. I completely agree. 
And you know, today's episode is going to be super special. We wanted to basically take this sermon of sorts that Dr. Zach Bush um, shared with us earlier in the year in our episode that we shared um, in 2021 with Dr. Bush. And that was on August 17th. Uh, it was very powerful. And at the end of our conversation, he really dropped into an almost channeling of this beautiful expression that we wanted to share with you today. And I thought it'd be a beautiful way to end our year. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a, a deep reminder. We've gotten hundreds of messages from you out there who listened to this particular part of the episode and just were in tears and just felt so seen and um, liberated in a way. And so our hope with just kind of ending this year is that you do remember, you know, mm-hmm. just how beautiful you are, just how powerful you are, how you are meant to receive like the beauty of your life, mm-hmm. you know, and that is like your birthright. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and I just, I adore Zach. I think mm-hmm. same. Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Zach Bush is incredible. A lot of his work you can find on his Instagram or online. We had our episode again that you can dig into if you want more. This is a special excerpt from that previous episode. So if you've listened, I think it's good to listen again. And just wanted to say, we love you. We're really grateful for another great year together. Our membership is getting better and better by the day. We're adding so many awesome things and workshops Mm. and um, healings and now like a text line. So it's been great to evolve with you together in the membership. It's been a dream of ours. And then to um, be witnessed by you as our show continues to evolve. Yes. You know, we've really moved from relationships, dating to wellness to spirituality. And Lindsay and I have changed a lot in the past couple of years that we've been together on Almost 30. So I really appreciate, you know, the space and grace that you've given mm. both of us to change and evolve very publicly in front of you. It's meant a lot for me and it's been really healing. Yes. And coming up in January, just a little bit of business. We have Camp Almost 30 returning. So this is our just biggest event of the year, to say the very least. It is a special day where we bring together the experts and healers and just thought leaders and true new paradigm lightworkers um, to you. And it is very heart-centered, electric. You will get a lot of energy, inspiration, and feel, even though it's virtual, a deep connection to other people. Thousands of you show up. So it's free, which, um, you know, it's just in service to you all. And a thank you for just supporting us over the years. Um, And membership will open shortly after that. So for all information about Camp Almost 30, about the speaker lineup and all of that um, and how to sign up, you can go to almost30.com. We love you guys so much. We will see you on the other side. Happy New Year. Major announcement from Almost 30. We are hosting Space Camp on January 28th. This is our favorite event of the year. Camp Almost 30 has gotten a little bit of a rebrand because we were feeling like, I think we're ready to really go there (laughs) with our community. So we are welcoming guests who we feel have really taken us to a whole other planet in our interviews and in our conversations with them. So guests like Brie Melanson, she is going to be doing a workshop on psychic development, find and tap into your gifts. She is a teacher and channel and one who has really been such a support and teacher for Chris and I throughout the years. We are welcoming Jordan Younger, 
So she is going to help us find our galactic origins. She is the podcast host of the Balanced Blonde podcast. She's an author. She's a spiritual teacher. We're also welcoming Lee Harris, who recently was on the podcast in a two-part episode, and he is going to channel the Z's live for us. How special. He does not do this often, so we feel very, very, very lucky. And we will also be welcoming Sandra Walter. So she is going to be teaching on Ascension 101 the crystalline grid and higher realm support. She is so special. She's a light worker and teacher and has been on the podcast. And Kristen and I are going to be sharing a very, very, very special experience, heavenly coated Reiki infused sound bath. And I'm excited for you all to join us. So this is happening on January 28th from 10 to 2 p.m. PST. Make sure you sign up. Space is limited, but it's absolutely free absolutely free. We're excited to welcome you. And this is the kickoff to membership opening. So membership is going to be open indefinitely now. So you can join membership for six months at a time and really, really focus uh, and support your growth. It is our favorite place to just come and be ourselves and really get super intimate with you all, more intimate than on the podcast. So I'm excited for you all to join the membership. But Head to almost30.com slash space dash camp. That's almost30.com slash space dash camp. Space dash camp. (laughs) Say that 30 times. Almost30.com slash space dash camp to sign up for camp. Absolutely free. We will see you on January 28th. One of the more important things that's happened in my life was the message that came through a colleague of mine who was doing some extraordinary work in the meditation field and was coming back with conversations with saints and angels and all kinds of stuff. And he would get these direct messages for people. And he called me up one day and and said, I needed to travel to Utah to to sit down with him, to hear a message that had been uh, told to him to be told to me. He said, you know, Zach needs to know this. And it was um, a discussion with Christ that he had in this deep meditative state. And uh, it solved for my biggest existential crisis that I would, was having in my life at this point and really for decades. But I had re- reached this fever pitch of frustration about the concept of love. And I, uh, I was being told by everybody from shamans to John Lennon that love was you know, the fabric of everything and everything is love. And I wasn't seeing evidence of that. I wasn't seeing love as I understood it, practiced by humans for sure. And I'm looking at the way in which we treat each other. I'm looking at my own inability to communicate with my own children or my wife or, you know, my, if love is the fabric of everything, why is it so hard to connect to? Why, what, what is the failure here? And so I was really fearful that my God, I think we have the wrong freaking model here. I don't think love is the center thing where love is important, but if it was the fabric of everything, it would, everything would express it all the time. It wouldn't be an effort. And, and so I flew to Utah and sat down with my, my friend up there in park city, a beautiful you know scene. And I, I was so anticipating this. There was something deep in me that knew this was, I didn't know what he was going to say. I didn't know that it had anything to do with this love thing or anything else, but I knew that I had flown there with this great sense of anticipation and he had kind of kept me on pins and needles because 
I'd been there for two days before he finally sat down with me to tell me this thing. And I'd be like, why aren't we talking about the most important thing? Yeah, I was on the way to the airport and said, let's stop at this cafe. So we stop at this cafe and we sit down and uh, he said, you know, I had this incredible conversation with Christ. And he said, tell Zach that the fabric of the universe is not made of love. And I immediately had like goosebumps all over my body and was just like, oh my gosh, this is the next thing that comes out of this guy's mouth is the most important thing I will ever hear. And, and Christ said to, to my friend, he said, you know, the fabric of everything is beauty. And the experience of seeing beauty is love. And it immediately, I just burst out crying. I, I just, I cried harder than I've ever cried in my life in this crazy cafe in Park City, Utah falling, just messy crying. And it's not coming down my face. And I just could not stop crying. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't talk. I just had this massive emotional release because I had been so afraid that we, we didn't know the system. We, we were failing in love because we couldn't connect to it. And this was a, such a simple solve. And so what is it to be reverent to nature is simply to see that the fabric of it is beauty. And if you can go find the beauty in a leaf or in a crystal that you pull out of the bottom of the river, if you can feel the beauty of the water running by your hand in a running stream, if you haven't felt that recently, go do that, please. It is insane feeling living water flowing across your fingertips. It's electric. It literally has energy within it and you can feel it. Remember that you can feel that. Feel the energy of nature. You can feel her intelligence in that water as it streams by your fingertips. Then go walk in that. Dive into that waterfall. Steep in that and see the beauty in the ways in which dew shimmers on the grass. If you, if you are far from a natural system, go to a park and lay down in the early morning at dawn and watch the dew rise out of the earth and, and then watch the dawn light hit that that grass. The beauty is insane. It, it defies all capacity of communication. We do not have a vocabulary that allows for you to describe the beauty you will see in a droplet of dew or in that spider web uh, that hangs from the tree or in that flower that blossoms in the morning. You don't have the words, nor do you actually even have the neurologic capacity to see enough of that beauty to really in, inherently know all of it. The insect, the, the honeybee that goes and finds that flower can see so much more of that flower than you can because it does not see color. It sees infrared and ultraviolet you know, emanations from that, that plant that you cannot see. The beauty around you is dumbfounding. And if you will just be witness to it for a moment, you will experience the most pure form of love you've ever had. In that, you will find a reverence for life. You will find a reverence for yourself. You showed up right now at the tipping point of all things. As horrific as this story may sound that we shared together today, as sad and tragic and heartbreaking as some of that is, we all showed up right here, right now. 7.8 billion souls showed up right now to be in fellowship, to get the hugs in, to, to, to dive back into nature, to reintegrate our society, our culture, our humanity into nature again. And in so doing, we will heal at a pace that has never been witnessed before. We will be conscious on a level that's never been experienced before because we will be informed by that grace, by that 
beauty. We will find the love and the reverence within that nature as we start to just relax. And you may have to start it yourself. If you're anything like me, the thing that you have the most difficulty loving is it's you. And so challenge yourself to find the beauty in yourself today. Please, before you put your makeup on, find the beauty in your face. I love the way in which freckles and wrinkles happen. They are beautiful. I love the face of an elder. Why did we discredit that? When did we fear having a face of an elder? When did we fear the face of wisdom? How much effort are we doing to cover up our wrinkles and our spots? And yet, when we look at a grandmother, we only see beauty. We know the beauty is there. Why are we resisting that emergence of beauty, of wisdom, and life lived and experience had? Why are we fearing that? What are we trying to cover up? We need to uncover our own beauty. We need the tracks of nature to be across our face. I want the sunspots to be seen because that is record of my worship of that sun. I want the wrinkles to be there because they are evidence of the, the emotional journey of being human. I can record the smiles that I've had uh, at the corners of my eyes. I can record the worry that I've had over my own children and over humanity itself and, and the deep lines between my eyes. This is the record of being human, and it's beautiful. And we need to see that beauty in one another. We need to remind each other of it. Before your partner puts on makeup, before you, your partner goes and puts on all the fancy clothes, tell them they look beautiful naked. Tell them that their body is a record of, of the beauty of being alive. The stretch marks are a record of growth and they are a record of, of uh, change. The scar tissues that we see around our body, that, that's record of resilience and regeneration and repair. We are exquisitely beautiful in our nature. And we need to learn how to, to metric that as a society again. We need to start to embrace and re-embrace life as it tracks across our faces and across our skin. The backs of the hand of an elder, how beautiful is that? Those wrinkled hands and the softness of their skin when they hold your hand while they're dying at the bedside. What beauty is in that? Who doesn't want to touch that hand as it dies? You remember what it feels like to put your, your young face against your grandmother's face? Remember what that felt like after the last two years? You might not remember. So go and touch your grandmother. Go love her. Go be with her. Uh, we have to remember that to be human is to have a tactile experience. To be human is to have a sensory experience. Our entire brain is designed for sensory experience. The sight, the sound, the touch, the taste. Our whole brain is wired to be a sensory organ. If we are not sensing the world around us, we are not alive and we are certainly missing the beauty and we are therefore feeling unloved, unlovable. We cannot love others because God damn it, we are not fucking touching it. And I feel that intense about all of it is it is that big of a miss. You are not alive right now. You are not in love with yourself right now. And I am not in love with myself right now. Because we are not in it together enough. Touch your face right now and love yourself. You are alive right now. And if we do not start to suck the marrow out of life and start to live it, it will disappear in such an effervescent and rapid fashion. There will be no children in another 50 years. 
We will be sterile in that next 30 to 40 years. We will be sterile. There will be no more human life. We could be 80 to 100 years from that, you know, that final extinction event. And it was all because we failed to see the beauty. Perhaps most of all, we failed to believe and trust in the beauty within ourselves. We were made within the template of nature, within her beauty. And we were made to express her intelligence and her collective wisdom higher than any species has been able to on the planet before. And if we disappear, I want you to take trust and faith in the beauty again. Because after every extinction event, there's been five massive extinction events on the planet. The genetic record that's left behind is the virome. And the virome rebuilds life on the planet. The genetic record of stress increases the amount of genetic variability. Stress, especially at an extinction level, increases the genetic capacity and possibilities of life on Earth. And look at the record that we have of what that has created. After every extinction event, life comes back more robust, more intelligent, more beautiful. After the, 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 the last extinction, the dinosaurs disappeared. And if I was in my masculine archetype looking at that, I'd be like, damn, those triceratops were so cool. Let's go create those again. But nature did not struggle back to the dinosaurs. She made a quantum leap forward after 97% of life on the earth disappeared. She made a quantum leap forward for the record of potential left in the virome. And the viruses rebuilt life. Deciduous trees were born. Flowering plants were born. The mammals were born. The capacity for live birth in a mammal took 17 different viruses to update the, the genome of, of living life forms to allow for a live birth to occur from moving from an egg type phenomenon with the, eight, the birds and the reptiles to have that first live birth. 17 new viruses had to be you know, placed, and there's probably 17,000, but we've already found 17 critical viral, viral updates that were necessary to allow us to have that first live birth. That's the beauty that nature did next. This great extinction. Imagine the leap from dinosaurs to the human. What goes from human to what next? There's a paradigm leap in possibility on this planet that is so beautiful we cannot imagine it. What comes after the deciduous trees? What comes after the flowering plants? How much more beautiful can it get? We could stay to play and see that. If we stop our behavior now and reintegrate into nature and find our own beauty again and fall in love with one another for real, we could, uh, we could stop the extinction event and we could see the explosion of nature come after this. We could be part of that explosion of possibility that we've created out of the virome. The stress that we've created has created more potential for life. That is the grace of nature. Let's stay in play and let's see what Garden of Eden we can create with her as we become co-creators instead of consumers. Go create with nature today. Don't buy something today. Go create with her today. Plant a seed. Stack a stack of rocks in the river and see the river move those. Play with nature today. Go outside and, and revisit your beauty. You don't even know yourself yet. Society has not let you see it. Just as I was not able to be a physician after 17 years in academics, nobody had shown me my potential to be a healer. They had only taught me to treat disease. You don't know what lies within you because society has made sure you don't know your own power. You are a force to be reckoned with, and you are graceful, and you are beautiful. And if I could touch every one of your faces, I would, out of just a reverence, out of just awe of Oh my God, you are so beautiful. And you showed up right now. Thank you. 
for the courage that it took to show up at the tipping point of all things. Thank you for being willing to listen to nature and see her and follow her into a different path for humanity. Thank you for finding yourself behind the makeup, behind the products, behind the clothes. Find yourself, love yourself. And for that, we will find our beauty and we'll find the reverence for humanity as much as nature.